welcome to the Accomplisher Podcast. We have a special episode for you guys. Katie here, and I have co-host Monique Buttcheeky. Hey guys, I was going to put in a piece of gum, but I got some complaints about my last episode of my chewing, aka just from Katie. Haters going to hate. <laughs> Haters going to hate. And then we have Emily, who we have been talking up all week. We've been looking forward to this all week. She's back from Arizona. So pumped. Hello. Yes, Emily is a Irish leprechaun van adventurer. <laughs> Just kidding, not a leprechaun, but everything else, yeah. (laughs) So she's got some incredible stories for us today and just such an amazing person with so much life and really cool stories. So, so excited for you guys to meet her. Okay, let's get this rolling. So Emily, tell us about your, so you were born in the Shire. Yes, um, <laughs> back in Ireland. Yeah. I don't know how to do that accent. I'm, I'm, I'm so bad Ireland. at accents. I'm so lost. Is that real? Were you actually born in Ireland? No. Yeah. <gasps> you were? No. Oh, okay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> She's going to roll with it, too. Yeah. No, it's so no believable. So, wait, okay, hold on. Let's tell them how we met. Okay. Okay, Great. so we met watching people behind a double-sided... Wind. Dumpster. Win window. Oh, I thought we were. I thought we were <laughs> joking, telling a story. Should we redo this? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Emily's like, oh I'm down God. for whatever lies yeah. we're gonna. Okay, tell. I thought we were just ad libbing and <laughs> no. making up our own story. Okay, <laughs> but I'm down for that. Okay, no, let, well, but we no. can tell the actual story. So yes, yeah, so Emily was volunteering at DHS, and we mm-hmm. you were shadowing, and I was yes. doing a visit. Yes. So we pretty much. Talk to the entire time. The entire time. You can say yeah. that now because I don't work there and you don't volunteer yes, there. Yes, yes, exactly. We were paying somewhat attention. Kind of. Yes. But we were more invested in each other's yes. lives and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. Wait, okay, so you, and that was in Oregon, mm-hmm. but you didn't grow up in Oregon. No. So, yeah, okay, give back story. Okay, we're yeah. going to start there. That's so funny. I grew up in Arizona. Yeah. Um, East Mesa. I was born in Colorado Springs. We moved to Arizona when I was three. And then lived there until I was 10. Okay. We moved to Las Vegas, Summerlin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, my dad had got remarried to a, a woman who um, was living there at the time. So the plan was to just live there for a year while her oldest son finished high school. And then we were going to move back to Arizona. Wow. Um, but we ended up and staying. And you were 10? I was 10 That's when we moved there. That's a hard time to move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just remember it was right before I was going into sixth grade. And in Arizona, in the schools there, you get to take a big sixth grade trip to SeaWorld. Oh. And I was so excited. But then they were like, nope, we're moving. And in Las Vegas, they didn't do anything fun for sixth graders. Have you been so. to SeaWorld since? I have been. Okay, good. Yeah, um, so no, I got like, my fix. No, I definitely got my fix, and now I kind of am. I boycott SeaWorld just because. Yes. Yes. Of everything. Of everything that mm-hmm. goes on there, so I know. it turns I out it was. I went too, and now I feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you're young, though, you don't really understand. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's so sad, but. It is sad. But now we know, yes. so we can avoid it. If you don't know, now you, you know. know. Yep. Yep. Um, and then I moved, so I was in Vegas for like four and a half years and then moved back to Arizona when I was about to turn 15. Yeah, I was about to turn 15. 
Um, That's another hard age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you're 15. Yeah. So, um, I moved back in with my mom and, um, Sorry, I'm pausing because I don't know like how far into my life oh, I should go with you're this. You're like, I was born on a cold yes. morning. <laughs> yes. No, you're uh, good. There's just like, okay, yeah. so really quick so that people know like yeah. why you're so special is oh. because you've you've traveled to so many different places. You're now like doing a dream that a lot of people, like young people would love to do is like, li- like honestly, that's becoming way more popular. Like living mm-hmm. in a van, mm-hmm. making your like cute little van cozy yeah. homey and you're traveling, you're doing wilderness camp explore. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like you've been through a lot to get there yeah. and like you've had those, like you're, you've always been super vulnerable and honest about like your moments where you're like a little more lost of like, I don't know what I want to be doing. I just like have a heart for this. Thanks. Yeah. Did you say my name? No. I thought you said. I'm hearing things. But no, I was really agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah. So we came to. I would love to. Okay. So you came to Oregon. Oh, okay. You came to Oregon on a freaking whim out of nowhere. You knew nobody in Oregon. Yeah. You really just say Oregon. Oregon. You definitely did. Yeah, you kind of did. You definitely did. That's okay. I was rolling with it. Yeah. The half seltzer. Yeah. Is that white cloth? Before we go off topic, another big one is I think just from talking to you, like this this last hour, you're very (laughs) independent. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid to do. Mm. Like either with their, with a spouse or anything, they're scared to do things by themselves and be so strongly independent. And I think independent is like a big thing that I see in you, which is so like a big thing I look up to because it's a scary thing. And I think a lot of women are scared to be independent. Absolutely. It totally can be. Yeah. And I definitely wasn't always that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a relationship for a long time um, in my early 20s. and Before you moved to Oregon? Before I moved okay. to Oregon. Okay. Yeah. And I had always had the travel bug. I always just wanted to go and explore mm-hmm. the world. Um, at, at that time, I wanted to experience it with my partner. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't in the space to where he would be able to go. So I kind of just kept putting it off and I was waiting and waiting. And, you know, it's always like, oh, it's not the right time. I don't have enough money. I got to do this first and that first. And then it just got to a point where I was like, no, I really want to see the world and I can't keep waiting for somebody else to be ready. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just need to go. Um, And so we had actually taken one trip. We, We went to Thailand together and it was on that trip where I really was like, okay, yeah, this is definitely something that I just need to do on my own. And was there like a moment, like yeah. a, like an argument or like anything like that that kind of like came into play, or were you just like, "This is great, and I just can't not do this"? Yeah, there were a lot of things. I think so. We were together for almost four years, wow. and um, we had gone to high school together. We were just friends, and then when we graduated, we kind of reconnected and started dating from there. So we were still really young, and I was still trying to figure out what I wanted. And, um, I think we just got really comfortable with each other, mm-hmm. which happens in relationships and it can be a really beautiful thing. Um, but I think I just wasn't ready to be comfortable. And, um, so on that trip, I think it, 
before before we had gone I was like yeah I really want to like this can be a start where you know we can go to things together or whatever but it was on that trip where I was like I would rather be doing this by myself right now and there wasn't really like a big argument but I think that I was still I was still on my own self-discovery path I still am I think we always will be for our our whole lives but I think that was just a big start of it for me and um I didn't, I had lost myself in him and what he wanted for his life and the kind of lifestyle he was living. I kind of was just over it and I didn't want that it mm-hmm. to be, I didn't want that for myself. So I'm grateful that we went on that trip together because it was when I realized like, yeah, I don't. Wow. I don't Good wanna... for you for, because sometimes like that change, cause you guys were together for a while, huh? Yeah. Four sometimes. years. Oh together. yeah. So like everything, you know, like yeah. being able to give it up because mm-hmm. even though it was scary, it's sometimes <laughs> like scarier to get out of your comfort zone. Than... Totally. Yeah. And the biggest thing, another big lesson that I learned from that um, whole situation was he was a great guy. I have no ill feelings towards him whatsoever. I learned so much. And he was my first real love. Um, But I think the biggest regret I had was feeling disconnected and kind of falling out of love. I think sometimes, unfortunately, it just happens. And Mm -hmm. it was something that I didn't understand. My parents divorced when I was seven. And I was like, what? When you love someone, you always love them. Like, how do you just fall out of love? But it was a big learning experience for me because it it happened. Like, Mm -hmm. we just were different people. We, We changed into different people. And... I think I was really scared because I was comfortable with him. So I was scared. I had the fear of being in discomfort and also causing him hurt and pain and Mm -hmm. causing myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I did not want to go through the pain of a breakup. Yeah. And um, so I think I held on for a lot longer than I should have just because of of that fear. Mm. Um, But when I finally did it, when when I finally let go, I was fine. I I was like, wow. I am totally okay. Yeah. And like now I can just start my own journey. And so I think that was a big piece. Like that's, that's carried with me forever of like, just because I'm scared of something doesn't mean I shouldn't do it because Mm. chances are it's going to turn out. I'm going to be, I'm going to be okay. Like I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Man, there was a quote that I read before I got here. I was just trying to find it. And it literally describes that to a T about growth. Mm, And man, I was trying to look for it, but I... Yeah, you should find it. I'm curious. It was so good. Quotes are literally... Life. They really are. (laughs) Like, it's how I get through each day. I start the day with a quote. And I'm like, all right, let's let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... You end up leaving a four-year relationship really quick mm-hmm. before we move past that. Yeah. What would you, what advice do you have for somebody that's maybe in that relationship to where they're holding on because they're comfortable, but they're also, like, they've got that feeling of, like, I know that there's more out there, mm-hmm. but I'm just, like, too scared. Like, what advice, what would you tell yourself back then? To just do it. And that's obviously a lot easier mm-hmm. said than done. Um, and it takes a lot of faith I'm I'm big on faith and I and also just trusting yourself like trusting that you can provide for yourself that you can provide your own comfortability you can provide your own happiness and you can 
you know what you want in your life. Nobody else knows what you really want. And so it can feel really easy to rely on somebody else Mm. to bring you comfort, to bring you happiness, to tell you what to do next because it's just easy. But it's so much more freeing when you figure it out on your own. Oh, I love that. And and I think that's so valuable too because I think a lot of people are looking – Maybe they're single, they've been single for a long time, and they're looking for that person to complete them when, like, Mm -hmm. it's like, no, you are a whole person, you are a complete person, and no relationship will ever work until you feel that completely, Mm -hmm. like, completeness and wholeness yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think a lot of times, yeah, people are looking for, I don't know, you bring 50% and the other person brings 50%, but really, you have to bring 100% Mm -hmm. and hope that that person that you're with can bring their 100%, Mm -hmm. because... So good. You know, you're each going to feel depleted at one time or another. So if you can, if you can carry a little extra weight here and there, great. But you don't want to have to expect that from somebody else. Like be able to provide it when they're not able to, you know, so. Love that. That's so valuable. Yeah. I just wish I had like everything you just read, like said (laughs) on my wall and just read it over and over and over again. Yeah. I just needed all of that. We can turn this into subtitles. Yeah, and right. And then just have it on a constant stream. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Put it we'll, on a projector. We'll go to sleep listening yes. to it. Yeah. 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 I, I love that. that. Those are all life advices I need to constantly remind myself. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think even me, even when you're living it, you have to remind yourself because it does, sometimes it feels discouraging or sometimes it's like, oh, I wish I had someone or some kind of other energy or whatever it is but get a dog yeah <laughs> get a dog. oh my gosh I want to get a dog so bad I, I would just feel bad Weaning. like being in a van it's not a whole lot of room for a dog and I want like a great okay. dane oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, I have heard those are leisure dogs though. yeah they like so, to just pull out yeah but they're just so big so yeah. just like not a lot of space for them to stretch out yeah but, true someday um, no, I think that's so good. And I think, honestly, everything you said, even if you've been in, like, a long relationship, can mm. totally be applied to. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. You, yeah. ha- you have to get to a point where you no longer rely on anybody else for your happiness mm-hmm. other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I love that. Okay, so you leave that for your relationship. What comes mm-hmm. next? Okay, so this is a great segue into, yeah. like, my travels. Yeah. So, like I had kind of previously mentioned... Um, I had kind of conformed, and it wasn't because I... Hold on. Be specific. <laughs> okay, be specific. Yes, of, conform to Mormonism? To, no, to... Okay. Katie jumping. There's just, there's just so much. Okay, so I guess I should go back even more. So, I grew up Mormon. Okay. <laughs> She, like, (laughs) preached that into the phone, too. Like, I was, like, a proud, like... I am. We were going to get into it at one point. I thought... Yes. I'm sorry. No, it does. It does totally... It it all connects... Okay. Somehow, at some point, this will all come together. I swear. It's such a mess. I'm sorry. Um, Yes, I grew up um, as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, When I was... 16, I had moved back in with my mom after living in Vegas. And so my parents, like I said, got divorced when I was seven. My mom left the church. So when I went to move with her, live with her, 
Um, she wasn't going to church. So okay. I was like, okay, well, I'm 16. I'm a teenager. I'm not going to go to church. I don't. And I never had anything against the church yeah. at all. Like there's, I never had any negative experience or anything, but there were a lot of things that I did not agree with mm-hmm. that I really struggled with and still do to this mm-hmm. day. Me too. Um, I can totally relate yeah, to that. Me too. Yeah. Not Mormonism, but just religion in general. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's so much that, um, I think is still, there's a lot of work <laughs> that needs sure. to be done and they need to get with the times. Um, so I, since I wasn't living in a space where it was like expected and again, my, and my dad, both my parents were very good at, my dad was always a strong member of the church, but he never forced it on my sisters and I. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. It was always like, decide for yourself, figure it out for yourself. Um, and so I Which felt. side note, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. No, okay. Um, just so important. I love that because. I think so many people that grew up with it forced on mm-hmm. them, it's no longer a gift. Totally. It's something that you were forced into. Mm-hmm. And it ruined it for me. Yeah. yeah, and you only focus on the negative. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if you see your parents being a great example, you want to be like your parents. Yeah. Um, you love that they have a love for something and you want to dive into it a little more. Like, that's completely different. So, yeah, anyway, watching someone like, yeah. be so happy doing something, going to something, yeah, and totally. watching like them communicate and like create relationships with other people sounds so much better than what I went through. Yeah. Right? yeah. Which was awful. Oh, I would love to hear about it because yeah. I there's so many experiences that I've heard about that it's like oh I feel so grateful that my parents gave me that space mm-hmm. um, because I I even have cousins who wear like I feel like in in their part of the family it was a little more like their dads were bishops or whatever it was mm-hmm. and there was a lot of expectation and pressure to have this certain image mm-hmm. and then that just is so off-putting and I feel, I feel like it makes you want to rebel even more. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. like, and I was so young at the time yeah. too and I was like, what the heck? Like, oh, it's awful. So you grew up Mormon mm-hmm. or you were around it? So Catholic and then okay. my grandma switched okay. when I was younger and I want to say like seven or eight mm. and I remember I was forced to go and like sit through classes and I just mm-hmm. wasn't in tune because they had me kind of start a little late I felt like yeah and then when they had me start it was very like you can't wear that we mm. gotta go buy you new clothes take off all your Modesty. nail polish yes yeah mm-hmm. um you have you can't wear that dress and yeah. everything like that like sit up like everything like crazy and then I'm like what the heck like I've never you're a small child and you're like why are these why am I being viewed as bad or like immodest or yeah and I'm like what like I was just so confused it can feel so foreign especially when you're thrown into it at like since I grew up in it it felt more normal to me but when you're just thrown into it with Mm -hmm. all these different like also the language piece and Mm -hmm. different I don't know. There's just a lot. And then my mom is Buddhist, so she never Uh, went to church with me, and I was so close to my mom. So I have, like, leaving my mom Mm. and then going with my family that I wasn't necessarily, like, so close with, and and especially in a zone where I wasn't comfortable, I was like, oh, like, where's my mom? Like, giving my dad. Like, where's my family family? Yeah. You know? I can't imagine. So, yeah, it was just super uncomfortable. Totally. I never went back. No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like I cried to my mom. You. And my mom was like, you're not taking my kids anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. so wow. scary. 
And I don't think it was the church's fault. I honestly think it was. I think my grandma had the right intentions, mm-hmm. but she just came about it the wrong way. Well, that, like, traumatized yeah. me. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. With any religion, there are people who are extremists in every religion. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why, especially the Mormon religion, has a bad rap because there are the people who are super judgmental and super by the law and you are going to go to hell if you don't do this this and this and all that stuff but that's not the majority mm-hmm. i think yeah. that's just like same with social media and all the things it's only yes like the negative parts that get put into the limelight for some reason for yeah. sure so absolutely that's with most religions yeah yeah there's exactly. always some crazies and it's sprinkled yeah. in every single one totally and then that's like everyone's example of the whole congregation is this one person who's deciding to just be kind of wild about it and I've gone there since like as an adult where I could like I drove myself you know support my grandma and like she'd have me go like the first Sunday of the month or whatever Mm -hmm. and to listen to everyone speak and I went and it's fine now yeah but I have a choice and I chose what to wear Mm -hmm. and um I can leave whenever I want I didn't have to be there all day long starving like yeah well (laughs) the hunger yeah yeah, it used to be three hours up until like a couple years ago now it's two centuries for me yeah 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 it's so long I know even the hour now that I'm like in my 20s I'm like holy yeah Yeah. it's a lot for sure and then there's fast Sundays where you don't eat for like the like two meals and fast Sundays are the first of every month and then you break fast usually at dinner and it's you don't it's not something you have to do but if you're like yeah I don't know Praying. There's so much to There's it. So I, much. We should. We, it could be a whole I know. Separate I was like, podcast. we should do another one where you just talk yeah. on because all the things you've told me, I had no idea about. Yeah. Um, like I'm super open to like any like I'm very like I love to learn about other people's religions yeah. because totally. Yeah, yeah. And I I think like also why religion gets such a bad rap is because there are those people that are like what you said mm-hmm. like if you don't do this if you don't believe the same as me you're going to hell and it's mm-hmm. like nobody's gonna listen to that like yeah. you're. Your heart is completely shut off to anybody mm-hmm. that like talks mm-hmm. to you like that. So so close minded. So like if you're somebody that's like so <clears throat> kind to others and you have a good heart mm-hmm. like you guys do, it's more like you love to have those conversations because you yeah. love to know what that person is doing. And, yeah, you know, like absolutely. so it's like leading by example versus shoving it down people's throats. Mm-hmm. So, so we true. should do another podcast with yeah. just Mormon stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's I, fascinating. I ever told you I went to the temples with my mom and like we oh. met the. Um, monks and stuff. Really? When I was little, I'm just now remembering this. It was so crazy. What an experience. Yeah, we got to like give them their food and then they ate it and then we ate. Whoa. And I remember everyone was dressed and like the temple was beautiful and it was like a little festival going on. It's like a blur to me, but I remember because you were so so young. Yeah, it was so fascinating. It's magical. I don't even remember. My grandparents went, like, my uncle and Bawai yeah. went. I think my dad even went. I don't even know if my my brother was probably tiny. Oh. So I had them, like, five or six. That would be a really cool experience. Yeah. So cool. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's definitely I remember, like, seven of them in front of us. Oh. So we, like, bowed when we were, like, sitting in front of them. Oh, my God. I I remember How did I being that? Yeah, yeah, I remember being being in Thailand that. and seeing monks just because I we went to the big Buddha mm-hmm. and um there were just monks walking around there and obviously they're very like 
sacred. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to like disturb them or anything, but I just feel so just their presence is so like calming. calming. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I don't know. And the colors of their robes and stuff. Yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. Anyway. That's so cool. Yes. Okay. To so, circle. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, See, this I, is what I mean by no, tangent. No. I, I took you on that tangent, though, because uh, you said conformed. And yes. then I, like, forced you into talking <laughs> that's, about Mormonism. That's converting. Yeah. Oh, Convert. converting. Yes. <laughs> so you conformed. Hold, yes. hold up really quick. We're so... Keep it okay. on record. Okay. Okay, so we're back. Conforming. Yes, conforming. So... So you left the... <laughs> So, yes, I left the third time for the third time. Um, No, so the reason I brought that up, it actually connects with me talking about um, being Mormon, growing up Mormon. So um, when I was 16, I decided to leave the church because I was living with my mom. She didn't go. Um, And so then when I was in high school, I was always like, just because of my upbringing, I was always like, I'm never going to drink. I'm never going to do drugs. I'm never going to have sex before I'm married. Like, all the things that you're taught when you're in the church. Even though, like, at that point you had left the church. But you yeah, still, like, held on to those. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think that's... That was definitely not me. Really? Me yeah. neither. Yeah, I think it was just because it was so ingrained in me of, like... Yeah, Again, it was awesome. never forced, but that's just what you're taught in the church. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so... All through high school, like, I would go to all the parties and everything. Like, all of my, none of my friends were Mormon at all um, in Arizona. Um, But then my senior year of high school, I, um, so my mom struggled with, um, she was a hardcore alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, when we were little, like, kind of when she had left the church. And so my senior year, I was like, you know what? I'd kind of rather know now if I do like alcohol and this kind of lifestyle, um, figure it out now rather than waiting till I have four small babies at home to mm. then try to discover. And my mom, we've gone through a lot. We've gone, gone through a lot of hard times together. All my sisters and I with her, we blamed her for a lot of things. We judged her for a lot of things with the whole divorce and then yeah. everything just, we were not nice to her growing up because we were just like, you ruined our family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, which is so sad that it takes yes. it just going kind of through it yourself. Yeah. Um, I definitely see like she got pregnant. Her and my dad grew up Mormon. She got pregnant before they were married. Was that a pretty big no-no? In yeah. Life? Okay. So okay. they got married pretty much because she got pregnant, mm-hmm. which I feel like happens a lot in the church, honestly. I, oh, I, yeah. I think my parents, my grandma on my dad's side, I think made them get married. Really? She was literally nine months pregnant when she in her wedding dress. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my mom and dad could have cared less. I, they just did it right. to make my grandma Didn't right. your exactly. dad say he purposely got your mom yeah. pregnant so that he she would have to stay with him? Oh, yeah. my God. That's funny. Dustin's trying to do that to me right now. And I'm like, no. Dustin. No. No, no. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh my gosh. The things we do. He's trying to know. Speaking of dogs. Yeah, you know you guys don't do it. Oh yeah. my gosh. You're a little lambies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. But um, okay, so you were at 18 year old. Yeah. Let's so, try this yeah, drip like, of Satan's poison. Yes, exactly. Yes. So senior prom. 
I was like, all right, <laughs> we got a party bus and one of my friends had a bottle of Jaeger and I was like, all right, I'm just going to try Wait, say Jaeger again. Jaeger. Okay. I thought you said Jaeger. 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 How, that's how you say it, right? Yeah, Jaegermeister. Jaeger. Jaeger. Okay. Right? I thought there was an E in there. When you say How do you it? say it? I just say Jaeger. Jaeger. It sounded like you said Jaeger. Jaeger. Yeah. But anyway, never It's the Irish leprechaun. I, yes. Coming it's out. The no, it's Katie's second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's why Bud she Light used Jaeger. Yeah, Bud Light tea. <laughs> but prom. Oh my gosh. Yes. Take us okay. back to that prom night. So um, we were on the party bus on the way to our dinner before prom, and I just. Took a big swig of that Jägermeister, and I loved it. Did you? Oh, yes. no. I thought it was, like, kind of good, and I was like, okay. Um, Craig, so, Craig. Yeah. Can't so relate. Oh, Craig. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a fun night. It honestly yeah. was a super fun night. Yes. Like, so we all went out to this really nice dinner, and then we went to the prom, and um, it was at this big castle thing. I don't actually remember, but... I remember getting Bowling up on holes. stage. <laughs> I don't. Is that a big castle? I'm just kidding. No. Oh, where is that? I've never even. It's like an arcade place. I don't oh, know why okay. I it, <laughs> yeah, really similar to that. Okay. Yeah. Almost looked exactly like it. Okay. Um. But yeah, like got up on stage and I wasn't supposed to, and so these bouncers came and like said, "Hey, you gotta get down." Was the song "Pony"? I probably, honestly, I have very limited magical memory. Powers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very nobody limited suspected memory. you were drunk. Oh no, everybody knew because oh, I yeah. didn't drink. I was like, I was like the fun one that was always at the parties but didn't drink. Like, yeah. and all my friends were cool with it. Like, I would yeah, bring Capri Suns to parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna That's- be the total loser that asks. But did teachers care? Oh my gosh! Oh my! No. In trouble? Well, somebody no, yeah. tried saying I was drinking at our senior prom or something. So I just wanted to know. Yes. Did no. any losers try riding on you like they tried riding on me? Somebody did. So this this which kid, did it happen? Let it all out. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> vent it out, girl. Because I I know Therapy. how you feel. Luckily. I, there were like chaperones, but I was like in the crowd dancing. And then obviously when I got on the stage, that was, that should have been a red flag, but th- I didn't You're get like, kicked out. Life, and homie. I think, yeah, I think Love it was it. like towards the end anyway, but it was really sad. One of my friends in the group, her prom date wasn't even allowed in the door because like somebody, he was on the football team too, but somebody had, I think said something and so they checked his pockets and he had like a flask in his suit so they didn't even let him come into prom i know it was really sad. Always hide it in your sock, you Such a moron. Future reference now that yeah, yeah guys. <laughs> all you 17, 18 year olds out there that are going to try to drink uh, alcohol, sneak it into prom, put in it in your, your sock. sock. Yeah. Yes. And Everybody girls, getting tipsy. Yeah. Yes. Girls, put it in your cleavage. Yes. You know they they're not allowed check to check there. there. There's also the anal cavity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. where Katie stores everything. <laughs> wanna, yeah. From her it's phone. It's like a purse. You just have to dance it out. A coin purse. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, really quick. Uh, yeah. Side note, not related to anything. Oh my gosh. Emily, have you ever heard of putting chew in between your toes? Oh my gosh. For no. the Did we talk about this on a pop? The, a We're going to ask yet? every single guest. Oh we my gosh. So far, it's Katie won, Monique won. So Emily didn't know, but other people knew. Really? 
Abby knew. Who? I'm sure Justin knew. Well, but Abby for oh sure my, knew. Katie's assuming. What? No, Abby said yes. She I does. don't remember. What happens when you put two between you your toes? Were, it's like a buzz because there's like the little nerve endings in your... Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, it's like when you pour alcohol on your feet, you get drunk. No. Stop. That's how stupid it is. But, I mean, this, again, (laughs) explicit, but you know, like, how people do drugs in their feet. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. It's the same type of thing. It's like shoving an alcohol tampon up your butt. Stop it. Wait, have you not had heard about that? I have never heard of that. Now I don't know if you're being serious. I swear to God. You shove an alcoholic, like a tampon soaked in alcohol, and you shove it up your butt, and it gets you drunk. No. I swear. Well, Katie, okay, go try it. Monique is making that up. I swear. I don't want to. Okay. I want to see on Roscoe. Like, that, that's when you know it's real. Like I, I, like, I don't know if it's true, but that's what I've heard, and it was, like, dead serious. Monique's going to do a little research. She's going to try yeah. it. Yeah. Final Do an experience. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Experiment for us. After. Yes. I'm, I'm blown so away. Curious. And that is way grosser than putting chew in between your toes. It is, so. but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that makes more how, sense. It's how would you. How would anybody discover that? Like, no. how, when, when is somebody like, oh, I want to get drunk, way. but I don't want to put it in my mouth, so I'm just going to soak a tampon and alcohol and showed up my butt. The same way a powdered donut became. What? Okay. I don't know where you guys get these things from. I obviously need to be in your search engine. So Monique made up this thing. Oh. Oh my gosh. Look it up on Earth. You've never heard of a powdered donut? No. I've heard of a blue waffle. I've never seen the picture or like done the research because I'm way well, too scared. Well, a boy to do on it. my bus one time was like, "Have you ever had a blue waffle?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Look it up." And I did. Oh, and I that poor what girl! Is it? It's some kind a of like swollen vagina. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> oh, we can I'm talk not... about much, but we do not say vagina. Okay, I, was... <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, I'm like an airy like whisper. <laughs> A vagina, <laughs> vagina, vagina. It's a beautiful word. I just don't know what I'm allowed to say on live air. <laughs> okay, ready for me to wrap it all back in? Yes. Yeah. So my cousin's mom, mm-hmm. um, I think, is similar to your mom because she got pregnant really young. Mm-hmm. And she has three kids. And she started partying afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so her and her boyfriend, like, broke up. The kids were pretty much older, you know. I think... Um, seven at the youngest, I mm-hmm. think they were. She has an older girl and then two twins, a mm-hmm. set of twins. Mm-hmm. And I despise her uh, for that hate. Like, yeah. that hate you probably had towards your mom. Yeah. I have that towards her mm-hmm. for hurting those kids. And mm-hmm. I think the kids do slightly, but it's different. Like, it's their mom. And mm-hmm. they're still so young. I think they're 18 and one's, um, the twins are freshmen now. Yeah. Um, or sophomores. And I think they're still so young, so they love their mom. But... Yeah. Yeah, it's and I hate that it. I have I hold so much anger for someone that doesn't even affect me. You yeah, know what I mean? I, yeah, absolutely. And I I still struggle with my mom. Like, we do much better when we're apart. Because mm-hmm. I was just in Arizona for two months. Because um, my sister got married, so I was staying at my mom's house while we were planning the whole wedding. And it just like when I'm not with my mom, I miss her. Mm-hmm. When I am with her, it's just like. Mm-mm. There's like a limit kind yeah. of to it. Yeah. yeah. You definitely I have to take her in doses for sure. Mm-hmm. Um 
so yeah, it was really hard growing up, but what I was saying, like now that I'm older, I can see that she was super young when she had all these small babies. She had four of us, like really quick. Yeah. We we're all pretty close in age. And um, she just never had time to go on her own self-discovery path. Mm. It was just like school and then she got pregnant and then babies the rest of her life. And so um, I think that in that moment when I decided I wanted to try it, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this now. So I'm, so I don't follow in my mom's footsteps of doing it when I have kids. Mm -hmm. And so I did, and it was great and it was a lot of fun. And then, um, and then I got, after we graduated, I got into the relationship with this guy who I was with for a long time. And it was great. Um, I learned a lot from him. And so what I was saying, key word that we keep trying to circle back to, conform. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't because he made me in any way or like it wasn't something that I even noticed was happening. It just like over time when you're in a relationship with somebody, I feel like you kind of turn into each other. And a lot of times yes. when you don't know who you are, you just completely turn into who they are. Mm-hmm. And, um, Oh God, I hope <laughs> I, I, I will, I'll be here to tell you, you have not. Yeah. It, it does be a scary completely thing. Different. Good. Different. Like, you better people. not even. Yeah. Well, Monique wouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. She would be at home. Cozy. For yeah. sure. You guys yeah. are a good mix. Yeah. It's, it's good when you can find somebody that will support you in doing your own separate thing too. Yes. It's Um, so important. Yeah. And so, so I think I just got to a point, like when we first started dating, we were similar people because I was in the drinking phase. He, we were like, he was going to college. So he was in the drinking phase. And, um, then I think I just grew out of it. Like over the, the years that we were together, I was just like, we would drink, like I said, socially when we would go out, but then over time, when we would go out, I'd be like, oh, I don't feel like drinking tonight. Um, and then eventually it was just like, oh, I'm done drinking. Like there was never a point where I'm hard and fast, never going to do it again. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think when I started to say no, it just got easier and easier to yeah. say no. And so and that's just how it should didn't even, be. Yeah. It wasn't even, it a shouldn't thing be a, it like shouldn't be one of those things to where you feel like you have to do it around certain yeah. people. And if, and it's, there's nothing more annoying than somebody that's like super pressury about yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. like, Katie, you've done that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, yeah. I try not to be that person ever. I literally yeah. just can't do it. Yeah. yeah and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So no means no. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, I think another thing that really solidified it for me was like, okay, yeah, I definitely don't want to do this anymore. It was like, I had a party at um, our apartment and we had friends over and one of my girlfriends at the time, um, she was like, what are you drinking tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really drinking anymore. And she was like, what? I only like you when you're drunk. <gasps> and I was like, okay, well. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The truth comes out of people. Crystal. Yeah. yeah. I know. She <laughs> sounds, she looks like a crystal. <laughs> Just kidding. If your name is Crystal, I'm sure you're a beautiful human being. I'm so sorry. Um, 
anyway. I don't I don't know why I threw that name out there. What? Because I don't know why. Wait, I, I feel like you do why know why. I feel like what? you both There's know why. There's no reason why we did Yeah, that. you both know I'm sure there was a nice crystal out there. Somewhere. Yeah, Let us know absolutely. if you need one. I haven't yet, but as soon as I do. I know, there's nice crystals, for sure. It's so, isn't that so weird how, how people, like, always live up to their name? Yeah, like, there's some, do I look always. like a Monique? Yes. Oh, You definitely look like Monique. Yeah. But you're the only Monique I know, too, so I don't have any reference. I know three Moniques. How I'll be honest you? with you. Um, really? Yeah. You definitely changed the name Emily for me. Really? Yep. I have always hated my name. Again... Emily. If your name is Emily out no, there, I good mean, for you. I mean, there's nice Emily's out there, but Jerry. When I picture a Monique, this is what I picture. So I don't oh think I would like my name. <laughs> well, What's that little John song? John song. Lil Monique. Mo- La Fonda. Lucretia. Yeah. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm blushing. Yeah. You're in a Lil John song. I know. How do you Yay. feel? Um, not oh, as great if it was a Drake song. Though. Um, <laughs> we got to talk to Drake about that. Yeah, yeah. Emily, you got to check out. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'll get it going for you. Um, so you drinking? She didn't like yeah. you because you were yeah, <laughs> rude, drunk. so rude. So anyway, I was just over it. And then in that time, I was like totally fine with him drinking still because we're just in that phase of life, like college and whatever. Like it's totally fine, whatever. Um, but then he started to get really bad with it. Um, and he was also, so our deal was I would be the main breadwinner while he was going to school. Cause I had a really good job. I was working at a law firm. Um, I didn't know this. Yeah. This just, is a new, new, this is a new tab for me. Really? Yeah. Love just, this. Cause I there's so know, many. I never know what I share with people. I feel like your tabs are endless. Well, in Oregon, you had a whole like like, lot going on. Yeah, we need a lot more than an hour. Yeah. (laughs) So you're working at a law firm. Um, Yeah, so I was working at a law firm. I just, I wanted to get into family law. So it was a very Mm -hmm. small firm. I had just started as the receptionist, and then I kind of just worked my way up. They taught me their own way of doing like paralegal, legal assistant work. So I was making pretty good money. And he was going to school. So I was providing everything. Like, I paid for our apartment and our food and everything. Wow. Um, because the deal was, like, and we had talked about getting married and kids and everything. And I think it sounded good at the time, but I always knew in the back of my mind that it, like, it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to really work. Um, but later we found out that he wasn't being honest about how he was doing in school. He had failed out of a whole year. Oh, no. Um, and we didn't know. When I say we, I mean me and his parents. Me and myself. And yeah. I. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Meaning me. Um, and so... What was he in school for? To be a pharmacist. Oh. So yeah. So the, our deal was, or our think, my thinking around it was, I would be the main breadwinner right now, now while he's in school, and then... Once he's done with school, I'll be able to stay home with our family and he'll provide. Yeah. Um, and because my biggest dream in the whole wide world is to just be a mom. That's all I want to do. To this day? Yes. Yeah. I just want to be a mom. Um, someday it'll happen. I'm happy with like the experiences that I've had, but it's definitely like my number one goal in life. Um, 
And that's a whole other thing that we can get into yeah. another time because I think that's really looked down on for some reason in this day and age. For sure it is. Um, for, for sure. Typical yeah. white suburban mom is like an insult. Yeah. Which is like... You're raising I'm, the next generation. Yeah. Which I'm Hello. all for. If you want to be a career mom, yeah. if you want to be a mom and have a career, that's beautiful and great. I totally yes. get it and support that. But I think a lot of people too kind of see it as being a mom is not it's not feminine yeah. like you are not for women yeah which is not true yeah. at all like yeah. like the hardest job on the planet is being like totally. raising kids in totally. my opinion yeah I think so too I think it's a really great great thing so mm-hmm. anyway um that was the deal but then when it there were there would be nights where um it got so bad like <clears throat> He wouldn't come home, and I was never the type of girlfriend who would constantly be, like, keeping tabs, like, where are you, I need to know, blah, 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 but it would just be all night where I'd have no idea, and then he wouldn't come home until, like, noon the next day, Mm. so I would constantly just be, like, up worried and not knowing if he was dead in a gutter somewhere, and so I was just like, I can't live this way anymore. Yeah. Um... I'm over this kind of lifestyle. I don't want to be around drinking. I don't want to be around partying. I can't be with somebody where I'm constantly just like in fear for their life. Um, And, you know, he, I think he was just trying to, he was obviously going through a lot, just like failing out of school and feeling like he was a failure or unworthy Mm -hmm. or whatever it was. And so, um, I tried to be understanding and give him the benefit of the doubt which fine, but I'm also not going to stick around to be dragged down with him. Mm -hmm. Like we can separate and you can figure out your life and I'm going to figure out my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, that kind of all happened. And then I think going to Thailand together was what was going to make her break it. And it broke it just Mm -hmm. because on the trip, it was like my dream. Thailand was my number one dream to go to. It was like my my favorite trip that I always wanted to do. And on the trip, like he just seemed miserable the whole time. He didn't help me plan anything at all. He didn't even feel like excited to be there. So it just brought like mm. my mood down. Oh and yeah. So, um, and I, then I just remember getting on the plane and being like, I can't wait to get away from him. Like I, I need to just be away and be done. And, um, so when we got back, we had like a month left on our lease um, in the apartment we were living in. And I just told him, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I love you. And I hope that you can like get better. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I can't help you anymore. I can't. I can't be the one that's going to help you out of this. you got to help yourself. And that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was probably the hardest, the hardest part for me, like I said, was just hurting him, I think, because I did care so much about him and I did love him, but I also wasn't help. I wasn't helping him in any way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like to a certain extent I was kind of, um, enabling. Mm. So um yeah so we separated and then or broke up officially um I moved back in with my dad 
in Vegas. And, no, he had moved back to Arizona at oh, this point. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it was like a lot of moving parts. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my dad's back in Arizona. I moved in with him. Um, and my two younger sisters have always been like super um, on a straight and narrow path, like never wavered from the church. They're also very open-minded, mm-hmm. but they're just like um, on it. And yeah. so when I moved back in with my dad, they were there. So they would invite me to come to church with them. So I kind of slowly started to go back. And um, it was just a really great experience because I wasn't doing it for anyone but myself. And I was like uh-huh. feeling the feelings um, of just uh, that reconnection with God. And um I don't know, just the experiences that I've that I've had personally from that whole relationship ending and then finding my way back on my own terms was really just like spiritual awakening yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um so then but I I had a lot a lot of work to do still because like I said, I had we kind of yeah, I had I had just become him, the person I was in a relationship with. So when we broke up, I was like, I don't even know what kind of music I like. Like, because mm-hmm. all he listened to was like the hardcore rap music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, whatever. But I just like, it left a bad taste in my mouth. I just was like, so for a long time, I would just, when I would drive in the car, it would just be silent. I wouldn't have any radio on. I would have no music on because I was like, I don't, I don't know what my taste is in anything. And so then one day I remember, um, I was getting ready in the bathroom with one of my sisters and we were getting ready to go somewhere. So we were driving and I didn't have any music on and she was, she was like, where's your music? And I was like, I don't listen to music. And she's like, just get Spotify weirdo. And I was like, okay. So, okay. I'll get it. Yeah. So what I downloaded, yeah. What is, what is his name? Spot? It's killing me. Hold on. Ooh. Nope. I I think of you when I hear Nathan Colbert, but that's not the person. He kind of sounds similar. Okay. I'm like, it's someone else. Dermot. Kennedy. No, no, no. Oh. I was literally just going to say it's an Erm name. Sorry. There's an Erm in there. Yes. Derm, Dermot Kennedy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Dermot Kennedy. You said it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I knew you would have got it. I, I would just, like, <laughs> I'm so, I just like. I'm Dermot so, Kennedy. Okay. Yes. yes. So I got Spotify and yeah. I was like. So I don't like a lot of like production and I just like simple guitar voice acoustic. Yeah. It's so relaxing, I just, yeah. chill. So I just played I just put on the acoustic station. I shuffled it on Spotify. And then a couple songs played and then a song called Glory by Dermot Kennedy came on. And I started crying. I was like, Oh my gosh, I love this. And it's not because anybody else is telling me, oh, you should listen to this song or because they're playing it already. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I love this because I love it. Like, this is my taste in music. And so, honestly, like, it's okay if it sounds cheesy. And it doesn't. It's just like, Dermot Kennedy is my reason. He is what started my self discovery path. Like, he is the first thing that I discovered about myself for myself yeah. um yeah and so from there he 
so he's from Ireland and um, he was playing a really small gig in Dublin. Um, he was just doing a small like tour there. And I had been listening to his, his music for a little bit and then he had posted on his Instagram. He was very small at the time, like not a lot of followers at all. Um, but he was like, he was having a gig somewhere in Ireland at this small little pub called the Button Factory. Um, yes, it was in Temple Barn district. And so I was like, you know what? I really want to go listen to his music live. So, so, um, yeah, he was playing in this, in this little pub called the Button Factory. Um, and I was like, I really want to listen to his music live. So, I looked up tickets to Ireland and I just bought a ticket and the concert was like that next weekend, but the tickets for the concert were sold out. But I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm just going to go. Yeah. If I don't get in, it's fine. I'll just listen at the back door or something, whatever. From the street. From the street. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I go to Ireland and I book an Airbnb. By yourself. By myself. Yeah. I, all my travels that have gone badass. by myself. Your balls for, are humongous. Oh my gosh, they're huge. Love Sometimes that they like you. brush on the floor. Yeah, love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, I booked an Airbnb. It was right by the little pub, right by the Button Factory. Um, I just love that name. Yeah, it, it sounds like cute. a place little gnomes would make. Yeah, shoes. really. So <laughs> during the day, it's a it's a music. Um, walk of fame or something so it's just like music irish music history museum during the day and then at night ed sheeran probably probably he could be Mm -hmm. he's from england oh but (laughs) But why did i think he was ireland because he has red hair okay you're thinking of that was a (laughs) was a racist comment Oh, shit. Take that out. Oh, my gosh. Typical. So sorry. Mint blue van. Yeah. (laughs) You think everyone with red hair is Irish? (laughs) Dermot Kennedy doesn't even have red hair. He's brunette. Brunette. My friend's a ginger, guys. I'm not racist. Oh, my gosh. My best friend. My cousin's a ginger. Christian, leave us alone. If you're listening, I love you. And you do have a soul. I hate you. I've seen it. When you let me straighten your curly hair, that's the fact that you have a soul. That, yeah, that is saying something. That is saying he is a sweet, sweet person for letting me do that. Um, so you so, went there. So I that's went there. So cool. And so um, the Airbnb that I stayed at, this, it was this really nice couple. Um, they're like a little older, like in their mid-40s maybe. Um, and I had told the guy, I was like, yeah, I came here cause I want to see Dermot Kennedy. He's just playing the small pub and he's like, oh, well I'll go out and see if I can find any tickets for you. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. That's so, sweet. so him and his wife went out, they weren't able to find tickets, but I was like, totally fine. It's okay. So that night I just walked over to where it was going to be and it, it wasn't like switched yet. It was still the museum. And so I went up to the two girls that were working there and I was like hey I was just wondering if there was any like extra tickets being sold for the concert the Dermot Kennedy concert tonight and they're like no sorry um 
And so I was like, okay. <laughs> I started to get a little discouraged, but yeah. I wasn't giving up hope. Um, and then a line started to form, and I was hoping that people would be, like, scalping tickets or whatever, selling them. Nobody was. Like, there, there was a long line. Nobody there was selling. So then there was this group. There was a small group of people kind of by a back side door. So I just walked over to them. It was, like, two guys and a girl. And I was like, hi, sorry to bother you. I just flew here from America because I really wanted to go to this gig tonight. So I was just wondering if you know of any way that I could get a ticket. And the girl was like, oh, no, but we can get you in. And I was like, what? And she, Yeah. Well, me? Yeah. From America? I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So, um... Then, so it turned out, the guy, she went to the um, music college there in Dublin, right above Temple Bar, and the guy she was there with, um, he worked the soundstage. He was working oh the soundstage that night, and, and she was his plus one. So she's like, you can be my plus one. And um, so she, her name is Kelly McGinley. She's still my best friend to this day. Um, but so that night before the gig, because it was still a while before it started, we went and got McDonald's, and then... Is it better than McDonald's here? No. I I don't... Okay. I think I got the fries, and that was it. Oh, but, that's okay. That's yeah. the best part anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm giving too much detail. This doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> McDonald's we, too much detail. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll cut and them I out. This for me to get McDonald's a plug, they're yes. about to pay me. Yes, 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 yes. Sponsor us, McDonald's. Um... <laughs> So, as well as the we Urban Dictionary, we, would yeah. not we mentioned we them not earlier. Support. Yeah. yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> Urban yes. Dictionary. Oh my gosh. So, um, we we even. go and then there's. Anyway, we get McDonald's. We go back. I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of thought now. Then we go in and we get front row. And I was freaking out. And I really like. I don't fangirl. Like, I can keep my cool. <laughs> but I but was I just like, I literally, bit. like, I needed to change my hair. I forgot my haircut. Yes. Okay, so, wait, that's not even, that's not even it. like, no, you're not. Oh, my gosh. You're from Asia. <laughs> yeah. We need bibs in here. <laughs> They're you, literally you spitting on themselves. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. I was not expecting Katie to say that. Because <laughs> you're not so dumb. You know I don't mean that. Oh, that was so funny. I'm gonna get messages That's for that. That's so embarrassing. Oh no, my god. Look at on my pants. Oh my god. Blame Elvis. It's because she's talking about like she's a man and Monique is like getting yeah. excited over there. Getting way too excited over there. <laughs> okay, so you sharded yourself when yes, you saw it. I literally did. I was freaking out. And so he played the set and I just felt so like it's not even that I'm like obsessed with him and the like Mm, creepy way I guess just like 
he honestly did so much for me. And in that moment, I was so appreciative. And it was just coming full circle of, like... You'd been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, he had helped me get there. And he's really what inspired me to just, like... If you listen to his music and hear the words, it's just like, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm being serious. It's not funny. about him I was like so it's not like when I was 14 and Justin Bieber was a thing oh my gosh okay kind of but like the girl in the music video I hated her like I I wanted to be the one less lonely girl yeah yeah I definitely wish death the bowling alley I yeah like I'll throw you down that that's literally all I thought about was my obsession I honestly remember trying so hard to win all the radio tickets to his concerts and also Justin Bieber Yes, to Justin Bieber. And also one of my friends in um, high school, her name was Tristan. She won. She went to a Justin Bieber concert and her and her sister and one of our other friends made shirts with their picture and their phone number on it. They threw it on stage and he called <gasps> Tristan after the concert and invited her and my friend Alexis back to their, his hotel room and tried to make out with my friend Tristan, but she wouldn't make out with him. <sighs> I would have carried his babies. What are you yeah, talking about? I know. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, I was 10, but it would have, we would have made out. It, it would have worked. It would have worked. <laughs> I know. Stop it. Well, it, so it's not like that with Dermot Kennedy. It's more of like. I, I, I believe you. Yes. So wait, what Emily's telling us is she attempted that. She made a t shirt with her face. Yes. And her number. I honestly thought about it. I did. But. Did you get to meet him? Well, just wait. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being really just listening. Okay, so um, the concert happens. It's great. It's really awesome. And then afterwards, we go to this little bar that's connected to the button factory. I think it's called like the Crow. The or button something. bar. Possibly, that's a really The button cute... and zipper. <gasps> oh my gosh. You need Katie, to... you're the acting. You need to call them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Uh, I have you this little change that. inside me that's like, I hope Monique doesn't think I was being serious. Oh no. But we've known each other for like... The drill was actually a tear okay. from my, oh my eye. Gosh. It was a good one. I have to, I have <laughs> to give her that. Her. She can make any white cracker jokes. I, <laughs> I will not take offense. Yeah, I mean, I, feel I like am what I am. You have, you have that that base foundation where it's okay to tear each other yes, down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because because you build really each other back up. <laughs> oh yeah, I can and they make it stronger <laughs> every time. I can see it. Yeah, we, she's my husband. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you, you, have to, you have to have these kinds of We do, we do. To keep things spicy. Great. For we sure. got the spice. You do. I can feel it. For the spice girls. The Sriracha. Oh. Yeah. The Sriracha. Oh my gosh, you can't bring She'll tell sriracha. me what I want, what I really want. Sriracha really is like the only seasoning that we have in the woods. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like scarred from the, it now. What? Yeah. I was going to say that is the only seasoning you need. It's. Well, when you have it every day on everything. Yeah, that's rough. Too much. Yeah. So, for anyway. Speaking of. Speaking of spicy, Dermot Kennedy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so, we, me and Kelly, she was the best. She stayed with me the rest of the time I was Aww. in. Well, she didn't stay with me, but she, like, was my little tour guide the rest of the time I, I was that. in Ireland. That is, like, a dream. Yeah. That's she's so cool. incredible. 
So we went to this little bar. We were sitting at a table, and then this guy came over to us, and he's like, hey, can we sit here? Turns out it was Dermot Kennedy's producer at the time. Um, and so Kelly was like, she flew here all the way from America to see his gig tonight. And he's like, oh, do you want his number? And I was like, what? Like, I didn't, I didn't believe that it was his producer. And he was very drunk, too. Yeah. So professional. Yes, yeah, very professional. That's <laughs> very Irish. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he was like, Racist. we should take a picture. We'll send it to him. So him and I took a picture and I and I was like, no, like I don't want to be weird like that. Like yeah. I don't but so hey, Yeah. And he just pulled us down a little bit. I don't got a whole lot going on, but it's so hey. Oh my gosh. I'm sure he would love, love that view. How American of me. Uh, yeah. him <laughs> that was racist. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Cut that out. I'm not American. Yeah. I can't say that. <laughs> that brings me trauma to hear you say the word America. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just not going to talk. I'm just kidding. You're good. Keep going. Amazing. Wait, so I, I sort of feel where this is going. Yeah. So, not because I've heard it before. No. Just, I really haven't. I know. I'm so, so no. excited I'm for excited. my name. I think that it's not going to go how you think it's going to go. What? But we'll see. Just wait. So he texted, he like texted him and sent him the picture of us. And I think I probably still have it saved. In <gasps> will you post. send it to me? Yeah. I'll post it on yeah. our page. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> um, but so anyway, long story short, he had sent him, he was like, hey, come to this bar. This girl flew from America. She really wants to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then his phone died. The producer's phone died. Mm. But he gave me Dermot Kennedy's phone number before it had died. But I was way too like, no, that's weird. Yeah. I don't want to. So I've never texted him at all. Um, so then. Ever? No. Just wow. Just wait. So then. Is that a cat? <laughs> it's my child. But Jared's not doing it. <laughs> Jared's got duty. He'll I'm hear. I'm so sorry. Okay. Your baby does not sound like a guy. I'm so sorry. Poor Kinley. She didn't sound like a cat. I was just like, I saw that. I am so offended. No, I saw the, the other baby be in that room, so I did, and I heard it from there. Yeah, so Kinley's like, in there. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. You're good. Anyway. <laughs> As long as you say she doesn't look like no, a cat. No, she does not. Look <laughs> well, like it's a okay. Cat. She looks like Jared, so we can oh say gosh. she looks like a cat. Hey. Hi. Okay. <laughs> You're good. Um, so, anyway. You didn't go to his hotel ass. room, unfortunately. <laughs> Katie's husband just walked by. She's admiring his ass. That's my brother. I can't look. That's what we're <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when Angle do use her peripherals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you have to finish your story. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're keeping so, everybody hanging. Okay, Everybody's I'm sorry. Really got so then. <laughs> Don't call me out like we that. We need to put. We need to put um a what's it called a warning at the very beginning of this. Bring a change of underwear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because you're gonna need it. Uh huh. Um, so then. Hot and steamy. Yes. Yep. Um. <laughs> So anyway, didn't meet him that night or this trip, but Katie or Kelly and I, Katie, <laughs> oh 
Oh my gosh. What time is it? <laughs> it's like eight. <laughs> Is it really? She's like, I just want to be done No, now. I just am so... I feel like I'm on something. I'm not. Katie's it's my vibe. Thing. Katie's yeah. like, you aren't drinking, I'll slip something oh in gosh, your I am groupie chai. I'm feeling yeah. it now. I kind of like it, though. <laughs> okay, sorry, everybody, for keeping you waiting. So, so, hung out with Kelly the rest of that trip. It was great. And the then, end of this story is going to be Emily saying it was all just a dream. <laughs> I'm just, the whole thing is a joke. None of this actually happened. I'm just trying to keep you on your toes. Oh, God. Okay. We're dying. I woke up in America. Oh, my God. I never bought the aisle. I never actually got the tickets. I just, just fell kidding. asleep. Thinking okay, I'm about it. so sorry. I'm like, keep it's okay. going. It's okay. This it's is okay. such a good story. Okay, so anyway. From that trip in Ireland... I went to England, and then, uh, where else did I go? I don't know. What a nice problem else. to have, not remembering where you traveled. Where oh did I gosh. travel to? Yeah. No, it was, oh, was Scotland. It Scotland. Was it Scotland? It was Scotland. <laughs> Scotland is in Europe, isn't it? Oh, don't but, ask me. Yeah. Okay, well, we are taking that out because oh, yeah. I am smart. <laughs> yeah. Cut, cut there. I do not mix up continents. Oh I know the song. Oh, gosh. It's okay. She's out of view. <laughs> <laughs> but then you got me questioning it. Like, yes. Hey, North America, America. South America, Europe, yes. Asia, and Australia. Yes. It's Africa, in, Antarctica. It's in Europe. These are the continents. Did you learn that from Looney Tunes? Homeschooling. Oh. Good for you. Yes. I was Katie's first friend. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I pay her, her last. Yeah. <laughs> I pay her monthly. Oh my gosh. What a what a good little agreement you have yes, going. Yeah. We have a contract. Super good. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And in the contract, she cannot insult me. That's why I got so mad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there was a fine. Broke. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. A hefty fine. So after Scotland. Yes, yeah. okay. So Ireland, then Scotland, then London, and then Kelly and I had stayed in touch that whole year. And so um, that following summer in August, because um, that was in October that I went um, the first time. So then there was this um, music festival called Electric Picnic back in Ireland in the country salt in the country salt, <laughs> countryside in Leish. I think that's how you say it. Um, and Dermot Kennedy by this time had gotten bigger. Um, he was getting more of a following, so he was um, performing at one of the stages at Electric Picnic. So Electric Picnic is like Coachella, but amazing. twenty times bigger. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like. But in Scotland. In Ireland. Ireland. Yes. Okay. Cool. And like just in this bowl of rolling green hills, you're just surrounded by them, but it's just like vast, open. Oh, sounds so yes, fun. it's magical. Oh, you should send me pictures of that too. Yeah, I will. Um. I have so many. So I'm going to try to summarize the story really yeah. quick, but it's like super incredible how it all happened. Yeah. And it just like, uh, okay. So electric picnic. We also did not have tickets for electric picnic. It's a huge festival. Tickets sell out like immediately when they go on sale. And so we, Kelly and I, I had flown to Ireland specifically for this and we were like we don't know how we're gonna get them but we're gonna get them so for like two days we were searching everywhere for tickets like online 
um, on social media everywhere. And people would like put their friends' numbers on these sites just to for pranks. So they would. So we would just call people, and they'd be like, "Oh no, my friend put me on." And like numbers to like sell tickets. Yeah, but they weren't real. Yeah, but they weren't real. How irritating. Yeah, Yeah. for both, for everybody involved. Terrible jokes. So we, for like two days, we were searching and searching. And then the day the festival started, we were like, we we were at this like outdoor mall um, somewhere. And we were feeling really discouraged. We're like, oh, let's go get some donuts. So we went and got donuts. And then we were sitting on this bench. And we were like, okay, let's just look one more time. So we go online onto this site or whatever, and there was an ad that said two tickets for sale if you can come get them or something. <laughs> oh my god. She's splashing god, on herself. What the <laughs> So so we so we hurry and, and call the and so Kelly's phone is at like two percent. And so we hurry and call the people and we're like, we want the tickets. Can we have the tickets? And they're like, yeah, but you have to come get them. So they lived in, um, I have to ask Kelly where it was. It was like a three hour train ride to go get them. Oh God. Yeah. So we were. And it was the next day? It was that day. So it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. And it was Friday. Oh, okay. So, um, we were like, okay. And then, um, we were, but then we were like, we don't know how we're going to get there to this three hour away place. We we're trying to figure out a ride or a train or like the times for the train or whatever. So we're like, okay, can we call you back really quick? Like, we're just going to try to figure out. And he's like, well, if someone else calls me and can come get them now, then I'm going to give them to them. And we were like, no. So, and then her phone was about to die and I couldn't make calls because I had my American phone obviously like I didn't set it all up I could only use it when it was like connected to wi-fi or something anyway so we long story short we're like okay we're coming so we get on this train we we take go three hours to these people it's this older couple this guy works for Bud Light I think or Budweiser and or some kind of beer out there I don't know um, so he gets, he's had free tickets every year for like 12 years, him and his wife have, have gone, but this year they weren't able to go for some reason. So they were selling them last minute. And so, um, we meet up with them at this train station and they were like, oh, here you go. And then, so our plan, since it was already that day, we, it's like something you get dressed up for and you like have to get prepared for it. We were just like in our like pajama clothes from just being around the mall that yeah. day or whatever. So we were like, okay, we'll just take the train back to Dublin and um, so we can get everything ready tonight and then go just be there Saturday, Sunday because Dermot was only performing Saturday and that was the main reason I wanted to go anyway. So, but then they're like, so we, so they're like, oh, come on, get in, we'll take you. When they said that, we were, we were thinking they, they were going to take us to the train station to drop us off at the train to go back to Dublin. They drove us all the way to the festival. Aww. Yeah. So nice. Just like the nicest. That's so nice. Which, always go with your gut. Don't get into cars with strangers. I was literally just about to say. say, Yeah. When you said that they were, like, you started that, I was like, oh, yeah. Drop you up in an alley. No, no, no. You have to be very mindful. But also Ireland, it's just like everybody's so lovely there. 
in my experience at least. Yeah. And um, they're oh, just like cool. this sweet older couple who obviously were like really rad festival goers and like yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> That's amazing. Um, so yeah, they took us all the way to the festival. It was like an hour drive from where we were. And so they just dropped us off. Again, we had no idea they were taking us there. So we just like <laughs> were in our normal clothes. <clears throat> and we that. like <clears throat> I can like there are a few experiences in my life where my body has felt like otherworldly experience. I don't know. It was yeah. just amazing. So anyway, we go there that night and then we take a train back to Dublin because you can camp there just like Coachella, but we didn't want to. Yeah. So we took a train ride back to Dublin, got all of our stuff ready, then went back the next day. <clears throat> so we're back at the festival. It's amazing. We're going to different sets and everything. And then, and um, Dermot Kennedy, I don't think he was playing till Sunday. Or maybe he was playing later that night. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we were all walking through the grounds, whatever. And then Kelly and her friends really wanted to see Dua Lipa. And I, like, I'm not into her music. She's great, but I'm just not into her style. And so um, I was just like, okay, yeah, you guys go there. I'm going to go check out this other guy. He was, his name is David Keenan. He's another <coughs> Irish singer-songwriter um, who Dermot Kennedy would talk about often um, in, like, interviews or just suggested music musicians. He would always say him. So I was like, I'm going to go to David Keenan's set. So we separated. I was by myself. We had like a, a meeting point, <clears throat> Kelly and her friends and I. Um, so after the set was done, I was just walking through and taking pictures of everything because it's just like crazy. Yeah. And then my phone died. And I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll just walk to the spot that we plan on meeting. So I'm just like walking through and swaying to the music, just like dancing with myself. And then I look over. And there he is, Dermot Kennedy, just standing there with his friends, like just there at the festival, like enjoying it. And so we like made eye contact, we locked eyes. And so I like without hesitation, just walked right up to him. And I was like, hi, I just... Are you sober? Me? Yeah. No, yeah. like at the time. Oh, yeah. Not no. now. I know yeah. you're now. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know you sound crazy. Hey, Sometimes yeah, I yeah. slur my words. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was sober. I So by this time, I hadn't drank in like three years. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Lock eyes. So I walked right up to him and I was like, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your music it's honestly done so much for me and um it's brought me to ireland twice i've traveled across the world twice just to hear your voice live and yeah like it's you inspire me and so i I was obviously trying to keep it cool Mm -hmm. and also was like it was just such a surreal moment i didn't like i I honestly didn't feel real it it felt like an out-of-body dream experience. That is so nice. And he, and he was so nice. Just a super, very nice, humble human being. Oh. And he was like, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Um, and then asked like where I, had, where I was from and what, what I had done in Ireland so far and 
all that stuff. So it was, it was just a really cool experience. And then, um, I was like, well, I'd love to get a picture with you, but my phone died. And he was like, oh, well, we'll get you a picture. So his, another thing I love about him is that his, his, um, band or his just like, um, what do they call it? Posse? Posse, I guess. It's all his family Mm. or friends that he's been friends with for like since high school or junior high or whatever. So his photographer is his cousin, Lucy Foster, who is a really incredible photographer. I love, I follow her and she has really beautiful work. So she was there, which is also really cool that I got to meet her. Yeah. um, Because I had followed her as well. Um, And so she was like, oh yeah, I'll take a picture of you guys. So she just took a picture of us on her phone and then sent it to me. And, um, so I got it when my phone turned back on, but yeah, so it was just a really cool experience. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to keep you. Thank you for talking with me. Um, I'm going to go try and find my friends, but, um, I'll be at your set later. Way to not be crazy too. Yeah. I was, I was like, I didn't have, throw your panties I didn't, yeah, I honestly didn't have the like, yeah, I couldn't feel being crazy. It was just like. I almost felt numb in a way. <laughs> this is so dramatic. But... Katie can relate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For what? When I see Monique. <laughs> oh, that makes sense to me. Or the way she's feeling after two teas. Mm. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it's it. actually embarrassing. Those things. Last time it was three. Yeah. That got Do you me. imagine? No. Our argue was after three. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Oh, whoops. Yeah. I am a mean drinker. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel the mean energy. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think you have a mean bone in your body, honestly. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Has she fooled me? Yeah. I told you not to change. <laughs> She's going to beat me after this, guys. Oh, my gosh. I won't leave, so. That's Take me with you. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, it was a really okay. cool experience. So, then I like walk back and I find Katie. Or why do I keep saying Katie? Get out of my head. <laughs> I find Kelly and all of her friends, and I'm just like, I almost love did the you. Same thing. <laughs> you should. Do you want that? No, I'm fine. It's just like I could smell it. So I don't know. Like, want me to heat up more? No, you should. Okay. You should. Okay. Just bring over yeah, the plate. That's a good idea. It's the brown sugar and bacon. Oh my gosh, so good. So, um. I walked back and I, like, even how I told them, I was just like, I just met Dermot Kennedy. I just talked to him. And they knew how, like, they knew obviously I traveled to see him and how grateful and all that I was for him. And so they were freaking out for me and it was just, it was a really cool experience. And um, also, like, another spiritual experience too, just because it was like, I had honestly prayed. I was like, please, like, let me meet him or let me have some... Just to, like, wow. tell him what he's done for me. And so I did. And it was just, like, honestly, it was an answer to a prayer. As That's cheesy crazy. as that sounds. But, no. yeah. Um, so then um, from there, from that trip in Ireland, um, I went to Spain. I, was, I spent time in Madrid and Barcelona. And then from there, I went to France. Um... Uh, where all did I? I went to Paris, I went to Nice, I went to Monaco. Here's what a lot of people are thinking. How? 
How did you make that happen for oh, yourself? Um, like if you're getting, just getting the really nitty gritty. Did you work for a long time? Save I worked like for a what? long time and saved. Okay. And then credit cards. Okay. That I'm still paying off. Okay. Years I yeah. love the song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I don't regret anything. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful for all the experiences that I've had. And if I were to do it again, I feel like it's really easy to worry about not having the money then and there, but it does, it's a lot less stress because I, like I said, I am still paying it off. So Mm -hmm. just like, and there's so many remote work job opportunities now to where you can easily travel and work at the same time. For sure. More than ever. Yeah. But the way I did it, I'm just so like... I get anxiety when I have to plan things and when I am on a schedule. So I didn't plan any of it. Like I was in Ireland and I was like, okay, well, Spain is closest to Ireland, I guess. So I'll fly there. And then it also, once you're in Europe, it's very cheap to fly or take a train or take like a ferry or whatever. Side note, that's probably why, that's one reason you'll be a great mom someday too, because like not, not liking to run on a schedule is mm-hmm. a big deal. Cause like, yeah. if you're somebody that, that that's like me, very hot. It's very <laughs> hot. like, um, cause I love to keep schedules yeah. and I struggle mm-hmm. with the mom stuff lots of times. So I think like, just so you know, future wise, it's probably going to really serve you. Oh, that's good to know. Cause I feel like a failure sometimes. My sister's sometimes. amazing. At, like, she's the exact same way. She's like, mm-hmm. I hate having to be somewhere at a certain mm-hmm. time. And she, she kills it with being a mom. Yeah. So. Not that you won't, won't if you do like schedules, but well, like, I, no. I think it's something that won't be an added stressor when you are a parent. I feel like people just function in different ways. Like some people do really well with structure and schedule and other people yep. are the opposite. So For sure. I just like, I think that I get really, honestly, a big part of it is like FOMO or I don't know if mm. FOMO is the right word, but just if I plan something and I don't just go with the flow. I am taking away, in a way, in my mind, it's like taking away what would have naturally or should have naturally happened. An experience. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I am so true. Because, like, if I went with a schedule when I was at the festival, I would have just gone along and, like, gone to a different set or whatever. But I kind of was just, like, floating around and I just yeah. literally ran That's what you've ran done with him. your life, too. Yeah. You're very, like... Like, this is what feels right to do at this yeah. time. Like, you're really, like, it served you. Yeah, which, which has been good. And also, I've struggled with it a lot, too, just yeah. because there are points where I'm, like, waiting for something to happen. And because I'm, like, I can't, again, I get scared of, like, okay, if I do this, then maybe this can't happen or maybe this won't happen. So I kind of, at times, I think I... Um, set myself back a lot when I have that mindset. Like it's good to an extent, but when it starts to hold you back from doing anything because of fear of missing out on other things, it's mm-hmm. like it becomes yeah kind of detrimental to yeah. your life. So, man, okay. Out of all the places you've traveled to, then really quick, yeah. What's your What's been your like favorite? Your Switzerland. Topic? Oh, yeah. Wow. Switzerland is like unreal fairy tale. It's honestly where fairies live, I'm convinced. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, how did you end, in or- end up in Oregon? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, something we already went over? No, it's not. Okay, it's just cool. a very kind of long story. But I can also... 
<laughs> what long story? Yeah. I know. I never have those. I know. <laughs> um, okay, I can get into that. Uh, let's see. So, okay, I'll just go through really quick. So, Ireland, Spain, France, Switzerland, <laughs> Greece, Oregon, <laughs> Oregon, <laughs> and then Iceland. Oh really? Um, I went to Iceland actually with a group of friends. We rented a camper so van fun. and That's drove so the coast. Cool. Yeah, that was the one trip that I did with. I didn't know you could drive to Iceland. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> Not what she said. You can't, oh, you can't okay. drive to Iceland. Okay, I was like that. Per- okay. <laughs> oh, we were we, editing that we, out. We, <laughs> <laughs> Flew to Iceland and then rented a camper okay. van. Okay. Once we you got said there. drove the coast, and I was like, "Does the coast leave yeah. Iceland?" No, like, no, we drove <laughs> the coast. Sorry, I and the North Pole. We drove the coast <laughs> I really of Iceland. Santa. Oh. I feel like about Santa, like you do do marketing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can see it. I just want to see him at his toy factory. That's all <laughs> I want. I'm sure he loves but how did you end up here? In Katie's living room. Okay. On the floor eating wiener dogs. Um, I'm joking. Wiener dogs? Little weenies is what they're called. Oh, so good. We do not eat dogs. I love that your guys' like, mouths are going to be full while you're talking. I'm honestly Sorry. traumatized okay. about my chewing on the last episode. Did you hear it? That's why I went like this. Did you listen to it? That's oh, I'm smacking it. right now. So <laughs> this is going to be so okay, loud. The last smacking one, it's shit. literally like crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and then every now and then you'll hear it go mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it like extra like stop the chewing for some why reason. i know it always picks up the things you don't want it to pick up but these are so good hopefully it didn't hear my fart earlier oh my God. <laughs> honestly i smelt it but yeah i didn't love want you so it. much that it smelt fine yeah i mean when it's this coming out of you again i don't mind it Sorry, these are just too so delicious. Good. Yeah, I need okay. that protein. Okay, last one. Oh, wait. Oh, that's... Is it a fatty one? You can put it back. No, no. It, a fatty one. I just felt like... Eat. Um, what? What's it called? Grease? Oil? Oh. Oh, it felt greasy? From bacon? No. No. Oh, bacon yeah, it must have been greasy. something else. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Emily has like a really hard stomach from what she's, <laughs> what she's eaten before. Honestly, I have to. So you're not picky. Okay. Kind of, but... Like, there's What do you not like? I don't like onions. Okay. I don't like tomatoes. Oh, yeah, not my favorite either. Um, I don't like... I'm more of a texture thing. Like, I don't like super rubbery, chewy. Like, this is chewy, but it's good. I was like, literally, you're describing Uh, it. Yeah, I was was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Okay, when it has... Bacon and hot dog involved, it's fine. Yeah. But if it's like, <laughs> that rubber texture, yeah. But if it's like, it's like I don't like any seafood, 
sushi I'm like slowly starting to like yeah um that's okay but I mean I don't know like I don't like cooked carrots yeah Katie and I are sushi connoisseurs Okay, yeah. have you been to Blue or Bamboo Sushi? <laughs> no, we've been to um, one place. Anything that's California rolls. But any place California okay, rolls. so not. <laughs> not but the like, raw. Okay, I'm raw the same. Like, I'll get avocado rolls and yep. California rolls. Yeah. And then at Bamboo Sushi, they have this one called the Green Dragon. That one is so good. I don't know what's in it, but it's okay. You have to smack into this because... My smack is in this, so. <laughs> That's exactly why people are listening. Well, All well, 32 of our listeners. my mouth full. We have someone from Australia that listens. Really? Yeah. Today, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to shrimp on the bobby. I can't choke on this. Okay. Sorry. Really Talk today. Really today. Really today. Oh, it's really the first time. That's okay. what he said. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, um, I feel like okay. we're going to have to have you on again to talk specifically about, like, <clears throat> you've been to so many places. I think that's just so freaking cool. So, okay, but really quick, I what I want to make sure we cover is van life. Okay. Super important. Van life. Um, it's great. When did you decide that? And, like, what are you doing now? Where are you at right now? What um, advice do you have for people? Van life has been a dream of mine for a super long time. Um... Probably ever since I moved here. Yeah. Um, two years. It's been like... Has over it? Two, yeah, it's been over two years now. It was two years in October. Yeah. How long have you been here when we met? Mm, October. When did I start at DHS? I feel like June. I had Everly. I didn't have Kinley. No, and Everly, I think she had just turned one, or she... Wow. That would make sense. Yeah. You're right. So a year. Yeah. She's three now. You would have been here for a year, right? Yeah. No. I don't know. If she just turned one. What did I do? She's three. Because the first, like, nine months... So what made you decide to come to Oregon? I just burped. Sorry. That is what? just not allowed. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to edit that out. Um, <laughs> I don't know how. So okay, <laughs> this whole thing is gonna go on. Yeah. That's I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's wonderful. Everyone um, always has just edited that. Yeah. Katie's like, yeah, no, it's no, not no. Gonna, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not going to. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this would be a lot to listen back to and like have to take everything. I out know of, so. we're we're coming up on a, a two good amount of time right now. So okay. let's yeah. Okay, we'll wrap so it up. van life and um, okay. what brought you to Oregon and how you're still here and like where you're at. Okay. Where you're going? We didn't even talk about my job. It's <laughs> like the title of this. what job? <laughs> the, the wilderness. You sell <laughs> mushrooms that you find in the forest. And I buy credit cards and I use them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's honestly my life, and now they're all maxed out. So <laughs> can't even do that anymore. Pros and cons yeah. to living the adventurous yeah. life. Exactly. There is a smarter way to do it. Pay it off while you go. I did not do it yeah. that way. Um, okay, how I van life really quick. I wanted to do van life for a long time, ever since I moved to Oregon, pretty much. Um, so, my job, is, this is going to connect back to the van life. Um, 
my job, I'm a wilderness therapy field guide. Uh, my schedule is eight days on, six days off. So eight days out of every other week, I'm in the woods. Um, and then I'm really technically out of the woods or back in Portland four days every other week because my bookend days I spend in Bend. Anyway, um, I was, because of my schedule, since I was only out of the woods for a limited time, um, I was living with my two good friends, Mike and Daniel, and they were just really nice to let me crash there on my off days. And so um, lived with them for, I think, like eight months or something like that. And then Daniel got a job. He's working for Nike. He got a job in LA as a shoe designer. And then Mike was moving on. And then I was like really looking to move into a van. And so um, one day I went with Mike. I had been looking all over like on um, Craigslist and all the sites looking at tons of vans. Mike went with me to look at one once, whatever. Um, nothing was really clicking and I was kind of getting nervous because Daniel was going to be moving and we needed to be out of the house because he was getting other renters to come in. And, um, so Mike was in the market for a car. He was wanting to get a new car. So he was like, he was going to a car dealership. Um, and I was not doing anything that day. So I just tagged along with him. So he found a car he liked and he wanted to just test drive it. So we were test driving it through this random neighborhood in Portland. And we go around this bend and there's this van, this beautiful light baby blue van. And I was like, oh my gosh, that, that's my dream girl. And so I like took pictures of it and then I dropped a pin to the location um, and then the next day, I drove back. And it wasn't for sale? It, it was wasn't for random. sale. It was just parked on the side of the road in front of a house. There was no for sale sign it on it or anything. And um, so I was just like, I, I'm just going to ask. Like, I'm just going to see, oh, like, what's going on with it? Like, let's do it. <laughs> so the next day, I drove back. And I was just by myself. And I knocked on the door. And... It was just this house full of graduated college boys. They had just graduated college. And I was like, hey, sorry. You know, this is kind of weird, but. They're like, this is my family. Yeah. <laughs> Does um, it come with all you fellas? Yeah, they're, they're all very cute. So I wasn't mad at it. But so I was like, I was just, I saw your van parked in the front. The opposite. I meant like they answered the door, saw Emily, and was like, "That's my fantasy." But oh. you guys took it the complete opposite. Oh. <laughs> right? Okay, I'm the fantasy. Yeah. You okay. are a fantasy. Okay, I get it. You're right. <laughs> You're not wrong. Either. You're not. I can't okay. argue with it. I'm yeah. rarely wrong. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> so good. Hmm. Okay, so I was like, I'm just curious um, about this. Do I need this? This van. Who's which one of you? What um, favors do you want? Yeah. For this van. What do I have to do? 
That's I did. I did turn to the side. I did turn to the side a little bit. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> No, they were all very gentlemanly. That's bad. Um, and he was like, so this other guy answered the door. He's like, oh, that's Eli's. So Eli came to the door and I was like, hey, are you by chance like selling this anytime soon for any reason at all? And he was like, actually, I just got a new job and I'm going to be moving soon and I'm not going to have the space for it where I move. So I was thinking about putting it up for sale. And I was like... Eli? Eli, I'm your girl. Yeah. And I was also like, universe, thank you. It honestly yeah. was just like, the way that it happened and, and the timing that it happened. That's literally the story of your life. Yeah. yeah. The I, timing, like, right. it really that's is. literally the story of your it life. It really is. And I think that a lot of times I get... Like, I know, I know that, like, I know things are that, I know that things are going to happen in the timing that they're supposed to happen for me, but I think I still get fear in the in-between mm-hmm. of like, as most I, people, right. Like, I like, I have no idea how this is going to work out, but I know it's going to work out. But before it does, it's still very like, oh my gosh, yeah. what, what's going to happen? But just like I was, you're so, going so against the grain too. Like, like yeah. we're taught, like go to school, get yeah. a good job. That was Work not Work the next me. 40 years. I did not go to and school. And you're like, so like, I wonder if some of that fear is like instilled in like, well, that's, you're not doing what you're doing. Right. And it's I'm putting quotes. It's the societal norm. Right. That, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. Yeah. Like you're still contributing in such a great way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I definitely do feel that sometimes still. Yeah. And I, I think it's just one of those, you know, I you have your insecurities and I'm, I'm very like self-conscious of things a lot of the time still, but also I've grown a lot because of the experiences that I've had with all of this. And for me, even just with this, it's a huge, again, it's another um, reassurance and spiritual experience of like, I know that God knows me. I know Mm -hmm. that God sees me. And I know that no matter what, he's always going to be there to catch me or to make sure that I'm supported and I've all I've just the amount of angels that he's put on my path for me and every single one of my journeys and experiences for me there's just no denying that he's real and that he's in my life and he sees me every day and so there's also something to be said for like you allowed him to take a place in your life you know what I mean like you left things that like a lot of people would be scared to leave Mm -hmm. like the comfort zone Mm -hmm. and you've been okay with like literally going with the flow yeah so like that's like you've had opportunities to like feel his presence well they call it a leap of faith for a reason you're literally leaping and you're just having faith that you're gonna be caught and that he'll be he'll be there to be the support and the cushion um So yeah, I'm extremely grateful for that experience and just like, just the van itself is so like, I couldn't picture, I couldn't dream up a, a better van for me and I looked at so many Yeah. and it just was like, love that. I, it's just my cozy little home. We'll post some yeah. pictures. You have to send us yeah. pictures of your sure. Yeah, I will. I'm, before I left, I started to make um, a, a tour of the van 
So um, hopefully I'm going to finish that soon and I can send a link to that too. But Love that. Um, yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's a 1974 Dodge Tradesman. It's very old, so she definitely still needs a lot of love and care. Um, and with any old car, there's obviously like things that will break down and mm -hmm. things you have to kind of fix up. So I've definitely had a few of those adventures already. Um, but to me right now, it's worth it. And yeah. um, it's just what I want to be doing. And um, I want to take more road trips. I want to do like a cross country road trip eventually. Um, and then I really want to go to Banff and see the Northern Lights. That's kind of next on my list with it. But I need to hook you up with my friend Larissa. Yeah. Does she? Tra she lives in Redmond, but she's like all about the travel. She wants to get, oh, do exactly it. what you're doing. Yeah. That's the other thing. The community with it is so awesome. Like people are always so willing to either link up or give you tips and tricks or plan trips or that. whatever. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. And you just, you have your house with you wherever you go. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't have to pack or anything. That minimalist um, lifestyle is getting way more popular, like all the time. I'm all about it. Yeah. I, I try to go through my clothes. I go through my clothes all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did not, like, I thought that I was a minimalist before moving into the van, but having limited space Changes. bags like I still had bags and bags of things I had to get rid of yeah. which is mm -hmm. fine like since I work in the woods I wear the same thing for eight days straight anyway and then when I'm not in there I just wear sweats so. yeah yeah don't the really light. need a lot yeah, yeah for sure so yeah. any like advice you have for somebody that's like maybe wanting to leave a nine to five wanting to like go and do the traveling thing what would you say um just do it. Yeah. I, yeah. I know it's I so cliche, I, yeah. but no, it's you really just, there's so many things. There's so many things that you can think about of like, this needs to be done first. I have to have this in order. I have to have this much saved. It honestly, you'll never have enough. Yeah. Um, and I think, like I said, there are better ways to do it. Um, work, still work or like, just get crafty and I know so many people who have started their own little small businesses. You have so yes, yeah. we'll give you a we'll set up a link to you guys being able to see what jewelry that oh, he's making is. Yeah. So cute. That's, yes. I, I'm still at the very beginning stages, but I do love to make earrings. Um and I don't know, I'm just so inspired by that whole community because I now I follow a whole bunch of different jewelry pages and the creativity people have, yes. things they come up with. I think that's also another thing I've struggled with of like being inspired versus um, copycatting. Like mm -hmm. I, I've always struggled with like, I'm really inspired by this and I want to make it, but I don't know if that's like completely just taking somebody else's mm -hmm. thing, you know? So I think with that, what, what's been helpful to me is just reaching out to that person that you were inspired by and being like, Hey, this was really cool. I want to try yeah. to make it. Like, I don't, I don't know if you have to ask permission every time, but I just feel better yeah. about it when I'm like, yeah, I want to make this. And that's interesting. Sure. I don't know yeah. like the jewelry world. Yeah, but I do know just like in general the entrepreneurship world. There's always gonna be people that are specifically made to connect with you. Yeah. Um. So like it, 
it comes down to that abundance mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's so many people out there Mm -hmm. that are like looking for what you specifically have to offer and like your style, your personality. So not being afraid of that, like that um, imposter syndrome or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great Mm -hmm. way of putting it. Um, yeah. And so I do have the, the earrings that I make are very like, I feel like they're very me. Like, yeah. I love them. Love them. And, um, but they're also very, like, um, I don't know how to describe them. Versatile? I don't know. Like, they're very, none of them are the same. None of them look the same at all. They're very, Unique. like, yeah. Love it. Um, so, they're just, it's just fun for me. Yeah. Right now. And that's the best part of it. Yeah. Being fun. That's it's really fun. easy to get caught up in, like, oh want to put this out because other people might not like it but if you like it and you're like you know that's exactly that is 100 percent. like we have a blast doing this podcast i'm like i literally could care less if there's like two people yeah. listening you know so like yeah but i think people are attracted to that too. yeah it's so like when you're doing something that's specifically like mm-hmm. i'm doing it because i love it people mm-hmm. are attracted to that absolutely yeah you know so it's I'm, so true oh my gosh i'm trying to is there anything else you can think of that we uh, we have to have Emily back on for like literally four Every. other different <laughs> yeah um, topics. Yeah, I know. Like, how Mormon, do you limit that? travel, all the things. Yeah. For yes, sure. how I came to be in Oregon, all yeah. those things. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. I this has been so what fun. an amazing so story. Fun. I what, know. You're like for the most amazing, unique person oh, ever. Gosh, you're so nice to say that. <laughs> I don't feel that a lot of the time. Yeah. No. It's nice you're to so say. special. I oh. love that. Yes. Thanks. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Well, you guys, thanks. I for... love being your hype woman. Yeah. Please, I please be my hype woman. Up. I need it. I want it all Anytime. the time. All the time. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, on that note, we're gonna end. Thank you guys for listening this far. I know you probably loved hearing Emily's story as much as us. And if you enjoyed it, give us a follow on Spotify. Send us all the DMs. Let us know what you guys want to hear more of. Um, including Monique's chewing. <laughs> I tried covering it up. I hope you guys didn't hear me eat those send sausages. Send us a screenshot on your story or DMs. We love all the shout-outs. So we'll talk to you guys next Bye. tomorrow. Bye. Tomorrow. Next tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Bye.